Support free speech and support the content by signing up at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. This will help us create more content like new music from me, Chingo Bling, every month, like a new single every month in 2022. More videos, more sketches, studio upgrades, more pan dulce, more cafecito, and of course, more podcasts. Thank you guys. And of course, sign up for the newsletter right now at chingobling.com. Take action. Stay ahead of the censors. We can always get deplatformed. We can always get shadow banned. But if we can at least have your email, you can know where we're at, where we had to move to. Don't forget, join the Discord. That is the popping ass chat room we all have access to when you become a member of the TIA. That's the Tamal Intelligence Agency by joining the Patreon right now. Go give the podcast a rating and review on iTunes. It will help us out tremendously. And without further ado, Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we back at it. RPT season number 10, episode 126. It is Wednesday, 26 January, year of our Lord, 2022. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. What to do, everybody? When was the S? Rob, I just posted that clip and uh, I was doing the screen grab of uh, Bryce Mitchell, aka Thug Nasty. Yeah. You know, amazing clip. Hopefully, we'll get to it. Um, soon on the show um and your text came in oh and, and i have you saved under rob g tv podcast yeah. uh because i know a bunch of rob g's <laughs> a, a handful a couple and um but i'm glad that the screen grab had all the discord notifications and that way people could see like yo it's cracking over there oh that's funny that's cool. it's cracking over there cracking lacking straight up let me hit y'all with some tour dates real quick uh i'm a stand-up comedian thank y'all for uh, uh joining and tuning in to the hottest up and coming. I don't even know what kind of, what is this, political commentary, clowning shit out of y'all. Basically. Make fun of this regime. Uh, make fun of uh, Latino Hollywood, had their pom-poms out for this reckless regime. You know, it's, it's under uh, news commentary, but it's like comedic news commentary. You know what I mean? It's shit talking commentary about politics. Roast the shit out of you uh, and, and all these punk ass politicians. Yeah. Uh, Legalized Freedom Tour, you know we had to name it that, Raleigh, North Carolina, February 27th, McAllen, Texas, March 5th, Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th, West Palm Beach, April 3rd, Tacoma, Washington, April 7th, Nashville, Tennessee, April 14th, on my mama's birthday, Uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, May 5th through the 7th, Arlington, Texas, May 12th through the 15th, New Braunfels, May 20th, Abilene, May 21st, Lubbock, May 22nd, San Angelo, June 3rd, Odessa, June 4th. I know that one's going to sell out. Austin, Texas, June 9th. I want to see all the APD up in there. You know what I'm talking about? Albuquerque, the 505, will be there June 15th. El Paso, June 16th to the 18th. Irvine, July 6th. Ontario, July 7th. Denver, July 14th to the 16th. OKC, July 28th. Chi-Town, Chicago, will be in Zanies. Zanies in Rosemont, August 4th. Phoenix, August 11th, San Jose, August 24th, Brea, September 14th, Oxnard, September 15th, San Antonio, September 29th through October 2nd, Addison, Texas, November 4th through the 6th, and stay tuned for the Houston date announcement. It's going to be major. Dun, dun, dun. It's a lot of tour dates, baby. Yeah. I was As I was putting those dates up yesterday, I was like, damn, I didn't realize how many were already... Basically, the tour's done. Everything's basically up there with the exception of a few here and there. Like links, you mean? Link, links, yeah. People haven't obviously haven't brought the links yet, but it, you're touring. You're you're rocking and rolling. For somebody that was like, I do not want to be on the road. <laughs> you know why, y'all? We got uh, to make up for 2020. We got to bounce back. You know what I'm saying? These yeah. politicians shut everything down. All these blue states, I really couldn't work. And, you, you know, I mean, you can make a living off Texas alone. Yeah. But... uh. 
But goddamn, I want to see more than just Texas and Florida. Uh, get your shit together, New York, uh, Chicago, Boston, D.C. Get your shit together. Uh, this is not East Berlin. This ain't East Berlin. You're not going to be walking around showing your papers every goddamn where. Uh, but anyway... Uh, become a premium member and join the Tamal Intelligence Agency. When you are an agent of the TIA, when you got actual, you know what I'm saying? Credentials. Cred- credentials, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, hit up that patreon.com forward slash tamales. All the patrons get that uh, members area. Patrons are monthly subscription members that pledge a monthly amount to directly support the growth of the podcast yeah directly i wanted to include that in there because we don't really say that a lot of people might be like what's patreon or maybe they've heard it in the background but never really had it explained i don't think we've really explained it like these people that are in the discord these fans these these individuals who support the show directly are monthly patrons just like if you go to a bar or a salon or whatever you patron that establishment Mm -hmm. and they support the show with a monthly reoccurring whatever they choose to 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 donate and it helps the show grow and it helps uh, improve a lot of stuff in the as far as like equipment what we get to do maybe if you ever do things on the road and if you want more things to happen when chingo's out of town and i should go along with them it's going to be you guys that support us to go out of town and set up shit and take you know the Mm -hmm. equipment and all that yeah, because, you know, um, George Soros, he be cutting checks on the left. You know, I, I'm not saying Eva Longoria and George Lopez and, and Christella. She probably wasn't smart enough to get a check. She probably just had her pom-poms out for free. She had her pom-poms out for nothing. But Lalo Alcaraz, you know, he getting that Disney money. Uh, I'm not saying everybody on the left getting that George Soros money. But, hey, we're about freedom. You know, we're not here cheering on any particular politician or or, uh, or political party. We're just America first. We're about the working class people, the blue collar folk. And that's what we represent. You know, populism, economic nationalism. And you guys can be our George Soros. I was going to say, is our discord our George Soros's? Yeah. And it's just people. It's just people saying, like, bro, just to quote somebody. I can't remember if it was Rhino Cop or who, who it was. They're like, bro, take my money. They're like... <laughs> I love supporting direct. They're just like, you're sticking your neck out and you're speaking up about common sense stuff, about freedom, about liberty, about like no more government meddling, government overreach, like leave people alone, stay out of our pockets and stay out of our daily grill. Stay out of my grill. Speaking of Rhino Cop, we reference some of these people a lot, everybody. So if you want to be in the mix, just jump in the Discord, join the Patreon and and you'll be in the mix. But um, he's a real smart dude. He sent some messages on a couple of things, you know, to help the Discord community. I don't want to give it all away because you got to be in there to talk about it but like certain things you're going to want to stock up on if you know what i'm saying you know what i'm talking about and uh he's got the in he's well, got shit. the plug was that, and was that today when did that combo happen that was the other day but he sent me a direct message about something else kind of okay. similar to the boxes you got over there well, so let me know because we'll talk uh, about that stuff shout out to my patriot supply we we got some we got some food that's going to be two thousand calories per every member of my family for uh several weeks but we need that shit to be several months uh because <laughs> This debacle we got going on, man. Like we're over there worried about Ukraine's border. Meanwhile, our southern border wide open, br- bringing in all the fentanyl, driving down wages. You know, these a lot of these folks. I'm not mad at them for coming. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. got invited. Yeah. They getting hooked up. They hooked getting, up. They getting the Visa card. They getting dropped off in Scranton. <laughs> in Scranton. <laughs> you know they they dropping them off in, in you know Tennessee in the middle of the night and all these red counties and um. You know, Kamala ain't worried about that shit. Our supply chains are fucked up. Pete Buttigieg ain't worried about that shit. Um, right now, China's shutting down a lot of their ports over one case of Omicron. Why? 
because they got the Beijing Olympics, you know, the genocide games coming up, and that's going to be a coronation of Xi Jinping. I know I'm saying too much, Google. Slow your little algorithm down. Uh, but anyway. So by the way, real quick, before yes, we start getting with the subjects, I've, uh, I've heard, and this was yesterday, that there's already been, I think, over 40 cases of uh, whatever kind of virus in their bubble, wherever they're supposed the, to be The fever joint, the blood fever, not the, the hemorrhaging. I don't, I don't think it's that, but it's just athletes and people that are going over there are already getting sick. We have no business being over there. Uh, do you know that Coca-Cola, you know how they normally be sponsoring, and you normally see ads and mm-hmm. shit with the polar bear? Right, right, right. And, and the rings know, and all that? Have you seen any? Man, I, could, I wish I could say I've seen TV, but I haven't even turned on TV. Let me tell you why. Coca-Cola knows that China's unpopular in America. Why? Because it was a certain orange bad man <laughs> that was a leader, and he was standing up to China, and he was letting the American people know, this is our existential threat. This is our number one threat. Uh, this is not a friendly competitor. We need to decouple, so on and so forth. Well, guess what? Fast forward to 2022. Very unpopular, maybe because of the CCP virus and, and all kinds of other, you know, they play dirty. China spent, I mean, uh, Coca-Cola spending all their, <laughs> oh, all their sponsors, well, whatever. There, huh? Yeah, whatever. Same thing. They're spending all their sponsorship money over there. Oh, there's, oh. They're like, no, we still behind the genocide games. Yeah, that makes sense. They're like, no, we still got our pom-poms out for these 1 billion customers that they want, right? These, the, what do they call uh, La Bajin, mm-hmm. the old hundred names, the, the people who are being enslaved by this transnational little cartel called the CCP. Um, Coca-Cola still putting money behind that shit, except you don't see it over here. And I think ESPN said they're not sending nobody. Uh, yeah, nobody's NBC sending anybody. Sports yeah. and we just need to decouple. My point is our supply chain is super intertwined. We're dependent on them. And they about to close off their ports, which means Pete Booty Judge going to have a bigger problem while he's on parental Pete leave. Pete gig, man. Pete Buttgig. So Ohio, too. Did you see that? They're building the biggest uh, chip factory in mm. the world. I love it. No, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Holla, Ohio. Okay. Uh, Trump was trying to do that in Arizona, um, you know, before you ousted him, before you impeached him over the Ukraine call and everything else. But as they say right now, he's still worried about the big lie in Arizona. So they're hooting and hollering about this big lie. I keep calling. Everybody knows Brandon is illegitimate. Everybody knows DT1, all right? <laughs> Get it through your thick skull. Don't worry, Rob. I ain't say, I ain't say his name. So that, that, you know, these lefties, these uh, Silicon Valley liberals, uh, they be making the code and shit like... <laughs> you said the boogeyman's name. <laughs> Did they just say freedom? And here they come to shut us down. Uh, do remember, Chingobling.com now has a free, free, free members area. All you got to do is set up an account, put your email in, and uh, you're one of the select few that gets to go behind the scenes of my life and the production, and you get videos every Friday. They're like vlogs. That video was hilarious, man. The newest one? Yeah. Who did that one? Uh, Joe and I. Nice. Joe was uh, filming and edited our uh, photo shoot. He, it was way longer. Oh, I was really? like, Joe, people don't want to see. He was trying to make it like a reality TV show. Like, <laughs> Good Joe, for people, Joe. People don't want to see this shit, Joe. He's like, how much of it can I really include? The music when y'all got locked out of that room was hilarious. Y- yeah, that whole debacle, he made it longer. And I was like, no, let's just get to the point. <laughs> I had to chop it up myself. So uh, that boy Rogan is on fire. You know, he just had Jordan Peterson back on. Four and a half hours. I haven't, I cannot wait till that drops. Did it drop already? It might drop. I don't know. I don't know okay. how he, Jamie Vernon, upload that hope. Um, but uh, you sent me another fire one. He, he's on a, he's on fire. He's mm-hmm. on a roll. Uh, Dr. Robert Ep- Epstein, 
Epstein Epstein is on JRE. And uh, homeboy, he talks about big tech, surveillance, privacy. Man, he was breaking down how the Android phones are constantly listening and recording. And that's why your Android battery goes out quick because it's, it's uploading the fucking data. He was talking about those Google Maps cars that be in your neighborhood with the little thing. Supposedly, they were just taking pictures of your house and street signs just for Google Maps. But really, they were sucking up. Did you get to that part? Oh, yeah. yeah. They were sucking it. up terabytes of data, search history, cookie, passwords. Uh, cookies, passwords. Damn, bro, what you need passwords for? What yeah. the fuck is y'all doing over there? Google, your, I know we're on Google's platform right now, YouTube. Their whole slogan used to be, don't be evil. Right. And now they being evil. Uh, yeah, I wanted to start with that because I wanted to just get your input on it. You know, like we talk about it a lot when it comes to big tech and the censorship and all that kind of stuff, suppressing uh, information and people and opinions. But this is like a total different side of big tech. This is, we need to know, it, this is as God level as it gets when it comes to surveillance and knowledge of people. And it's pretty fucking crazy because the way we say we needed a couple from China is it's like saying we needed a couple from big tech. But in all honesty, if we're being serious here, there's no decoupling from China, 100%, and there's no decoupling from big tech. So we're living in it, but at least there's this one guy, this one really weird nerdy guy who was a little aggressive at times yeah. with, with Joe, um, who probably you know has a little bit of a social awkwardness to him. Yeah, he's on, he's on the spectrum for sure. For sure. He's the only guy that's doing this, though. And like he said, if it wasn't for me, or Joe said, like, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't know any of this stuff. And then he was shouting out a browser called Brave. Right, which I've heard people on Tim Pool's podcast and other people reference it. I'm going to have to look into it. Like, yeah, I'm going to look into yeah, it. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, so your devices be uh, sharing all the fucking data. It reminds me of what Edward Snowden was warning us about, but on steroids. Well, and you know, you know those little uh, bots that be uh, vacuuming your house and shit. The Roombas. Yeah, I mean, you know, people always say like, well, they're just measuring everything in your house. They're just sending data, and you know, the Alexa just be listening. And then he also mentioned how on Google they'll hide and suppress any negative press on Hillary. So you'll type in Hillary Clinton is, and it'll be like, awesome, winning, like all positive stuff. Like you get no negative results. I don't know if you got to dig 20 pages deep. Do you remember that at the time though? Or, or you weren't really, or let me ask, let me, let me reframe it. Were you paying attention was to Was I like watching that? The View? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> when it was Hillary versus Trump? I was watching Rachel Maddow? No. Because <laughs> when, uh, when it was initially, you know, Trump versus Clinton, what was the most recent? There was an example of it. Oh, it was the uh, mass formation psychosis thing, right? <sighs> Tim Kennedy and all these people were, were posting and uh, big pages side were like side, side by side, nothing, right? Well, back then in 2016, 17, or 15, 16, the same thing was happening. Like these pages that were on it, basically like your conservative type pages were like, look at this. You can't find anything bad on Hillary Clinton. And anything that you did find somehow led back to like Trump is evil kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's fucking crazy, man. I, I love how Dr. Robert Epstein on JRE he, he was trying to make people reframe how they view Google. He's like, Google is an advertising company. Yeah. They, they make cash hand over fists. And he says they are an S&M type of business model, surveillance and manipulation. So what you just mentioned, they're able to, um, what's the word, man? Uh, uh, assign you an opinion, right? He, he was giving percentages. Like if you ask Alexa, like, hey, Alexa, um, what's up with, uh, you know, Beto O'Rourke or whoever, right? And if you happen to be indecisive or mm -hmm. uh, uh, whatever, it'll... Dennis Fidel. Yeah. For like yeah. the first time ever, I'm actually called. Better the week. That's why I got my legalized freedom hoodie. You know what I'm talking about? No, this will be available to the patrons first. First. First, of course. Even before me, guys. I don't even have one yet. You know what I'm saying? Rob ain't even got yep. one. Y'all first. Uh, 
First them, then Rob. <laughs> then everybody else. Yeah. It's the... Um, S&M. Yeah, so he was saying... And those devices are also considered S&M devices, right? The Alexas, the Android phones, the mm-hmm. TVs. Surveillance and manipulation. So the, manip- the manipulation part is... You're over here asking Google a question and it's manipulating your answer. And then they can blacklist your website if they think it's unfavor, you know, unsavory of some kind of way. And then Alexa gets its results from Google. And then DuckDuckGo is a data. He said it's a data. I forget it's a what curator. The, yeah. In other words, it doesn't have the crawl. It doesn't right. crawl. It doesn't crawl the Internet looking for your best result or finding. And it's like, well, goddamn. Yeah. I mean, same thing applied to Safari, right? Apple, you would think iOS is a different... No, it all goes through Google. They could shut you out, shut you down. And uh, and also, it was interesting that how he said... Um, the Georgia election? Well, hold that thought real quick. Uh, hold, Put a pin on that one. Uh, basically, he was saying how um, you have these liberal kids, right? They go get indoctrinated at these universities, and then they go work in Silicon Valley. So now those liberal, progressive, whatever their values are, they write it in the code. It goes into the algorithm. It's built into the product because naturally people want others to have their values. So then if you zoom out 35,000 feet, now you just push and pee. <laughs> you pushing an agenda. You pushing A. I don't know. The kids are talking about pushing P, so I had to throw it in there. Um, so now, you know, at 35,000 feet, now, now it's like your kid who's navigating this world and if you don't brainwash a kid before before the world does now they're in this you know ecosystem of big tech curating everything and your kid fuck around grow up thinking hillary clinton is is like the shit so this, this dude somebody in the discord please tell me what time marker if you can remember uh what chingo said you can suck my no sabo dick because somebody, i said that dude it was so funny somebody <laughs> said it in the discord this morning and I, I totally forgot about that too and i was like damn you caught me off guard with that that should be like a little it's gonna be a, a drop it should be a three second like oh, I, I, I don't know how long you want to make the clip because i don't know the context but it even being short to <laughs> yeah. where someone looks at it and it's like damn he just keeps saying it <laughs> And they don't know the context. Like, did they call him a Nosabo? Yeah, we need it. Yes, they did. And that's, that was your reply. So I need that to make that a clip. And also, I'm going to watch my cousin because someone in the Discord said, uh, can't wait to have my kids listen to this when they're old enough for all this profanity. And meanwhile, though, there's others that are like, I don't mind that my kids listen right now. Like, I want them to hear all of this. I'm like, all right, cool. I do want to watch the language. But, you know, sometimes you got to say Nosabo D. <laughs> um, so your boy Brandon, Byron, he called... The reporter from Fox, Peter Ducey. Mm-hmm. What a what a stupid son of a gun. Yeah, it's he's asking son of him a B word. about inflation. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, this is in the clip. There's a there's like a slightly longer one where he I guess somebody said something. He he like his you know his eyes go really big and like he's confused and then the mm. mic goes silent because he obviously didn't know it was a hot mic. Mm, pendejo. Um, so from what I hear, a lot of people on the left are interpreting this as like, cause I see the defiant L's mm-hmm. like the, uh, libs, of, you know, the libs of TikTok yeah. where they'll, where they'll have one person, a blue check mark on Twitter, a lefty saying like, it is just a disgrace that the president talking about Trump, right. Or, you know, in 2018, 2019, it was like, this is just a threat to democracy. Democracy's dying right now. Cause this orange mean guys, he's, he's saying mean things to the press and he can't take the questions and he's being mean. He told Jorge Ramos to go back to Univision and he called someone fake news and, and all this stuff. 
but now when they see this, they're like, yeah, yeah, I'd I, I rather have him call one reporter a stupid SOB than call uh, 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 the news fake news. Nothing brightens my day more, and I don't care if this ever gets taken out of context, than when I'm feeling like I'm, I'm annoyed at something, and then I'll see a clip of Trump when he's like, you're a bad person. You're fake news. You're, you shouldn't work for CNN. Who do you you're work te- for? You're a terrible person. Do you work for China? You're a terrible person. What, what, paper do you, uh, what paper do you work for? Don't. Okay, well, you, you work for China. Who owns it? China. Dude, those clips are so funny. I will just sit there and laugh. I could be working on something, and I'll have another monitor just with like a compilation of fucking the craziest clips. You yeah, gotta man. miss that these days. You gotta miss it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, at least he was a leader, bro. At least we wouldn't be having this debacle in Ukraine right now. You know what I'm talking about? But um, so this boy, this boy, um, Brandon, the way people on the left interpret it is kind of like, yeah, he's being, you know, he he's he's being tough or whatever, right? But a lot of people on the right, a lot of conservatives, whatever, Republicans, whatever, people in the middle, even independents, are looking at this like, bro. He's asking about inflation. Yeah. We want to know, what's the plan with inflation? We ain't worried about Russia and Ukraine. Y'all obsessed with Russia. Y'all the same ones. Remember, this regime are the same ones that gave Russia carte blanche. Well, however you say that stuff, where it's like, hey, Germany, y'all want to get y'all's pipeline? Y'all want to get y'all's oil from Russia? Cool. We approve. And that's why right now, with this Russia-Ukraine border dispute, Germany's like, I don't know what you're talking about, USA. We finna have our own talks. Um, Who is it? Is it France and Germany are meeting in Paris with some Russian people to discuss, you know, how they going about it? United States ain't invited. We'll talk about that whole, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I agree with the people that say, Hey man, instead of just calling this dude a uh, uh, calling this dude a uh, stupid sob, why don't you be in touch with what the working class, the blue collar, the re- the deplorables call us what you want, the regular people in America that are feeling the squeeze at the gas pump and the inflation, you know, forty year high inflation. Uh, Steve Cortez and Dr. Peter Navarro called it like a year or two ago, or I guess a year ago. They're like, we're gonna go into stagflation. This is not transitory. You know what I mean? The left mainstream media is just like, oh, this inflation is good for you. Did you hear that uh, MSNBC had him on? Did you hear those oh, clips? Who's him? I think they had Dr. Peter Navarro on. I want it. Man, bro, we might have to pull that I, up. I was trying to find him. I, I didn't. They, they had Boris Epstein on. And they team. had Boris on as well. You didn't hear that, that clip? I need to ban it. There's just so many clips. I know. I'll try to find it uh, somewhere in the show, guys. They're really, really interesting to hear because they'll never probably have them on again. They probably got reprimanded for having had especially boris on because he was talking about the election oh bro well he had the um he had the receipts and i heard that uh i don't know if dr peter navarro mentioned the navarro report which broke down a lot of stuff y'all got to remember man these people were in trump's cabinet um peter navarro is the one that was telling he's the one that wrote the memo to trump and said we need to do operation warp speed to have it as an option and he also mentions that if China was transparent, if Fauci, who was working with this lab in Wuhan, if he had said, hey, boss, let me go get the genome. Let me go get the gene sequence for this SARS-2 COVID-19 from my scientist friends that I fund with U.S. tax dollars. Let me get the, uh, the gene sequence so that this vax- the shot, this jab, cannot be so leaky and it could be more effective. The jab would have been more effective if these people had helped us. But who was in the middle cock blocking? Tony, Mr. Fauci. 
You know, as I as we've done the show now for a little over a year, um, I'm noticing that you know there's these there's an umbrella of shows that we reference and then maybe we even watch and some of the other listeners watch. Get comfortable, man. Get comfy over there. Well, I want to make sure I'm on camera. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all got to see the hunter pants. Don't talking about. Go I don't even notice it because the computer. Boy, you better look at these hunter Crocs. Going hunting in them Crocs, man. Shh, boy, are fuck, those? Fuck you, mean <laughs> boy. And think, the, think, are, it's some, are, think it's some motherfucking gang. Excuse my language. Are those the uh, Post Malone Crocs or what's going on here? These are the, um, you know what I'm talking about? These are the Bryce Mitchell Darkensaw joints. The Darkensaw ones. You know what I'm talking about? No, but um, there, there's this, um, these umbrellas of shows where you won't hear, the shit we talk about for the most part, you, you will hear on some of the other shows. But <laughs> Google ain't going to show you. No. And then some of the stuff here and there, you will only find on maybe one or two other shows that I, I'm aware of. Like, right, War Room, obviously. Jack Posobiec. <laughs> Eva Longoria ain't gonna tell you. Uh, but other than Jack and War Room, I mean, us, you know, like, mm-hmm. they're not really going in depth about Revolver News. I mean, Tim Pool. Maybe ha- like Crowder. Or Crowder, Tim I mean, Pool. yeah, Tim Pool and Crowder do. Uh, Rogan here and there. Yeah. There's Ro- just, man, sometimes I'd be yelling at the screen. I'd be like, Rogan, why well, you don't know about this? Well, I'm sure you, bro, the enti- you were doing that the entire time during the, uh, the other one I sent you before Dr. Epstein with James Lindsay. When he when he was like, oh, Mike Lindell, that guy's crazy. <laughs> he was, yeah. He they talked about a lot of stuff that when I finished it, I sent it to Jingo because they're so long and you only have so many hours in the day. I don't know if he gets to them all, so I'll send him the ones that I'm like, this is fire, right? And they are. And you listen to it, and I in my head I'm like, he's yelling at his car right now, like, how the fuck do you not know about Revolver you know? News yeah, or yeah, yeah. or you know Ray Epps even or whoever the fuck. Well, now he knows about Ray. Epps. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway, I just had to put that out there. So I've been calling out Latino Hollywood a lot lately you know as of late even more um because they had their pom-poms out they were cheerleaders they was oh my god and i was reposting all that shit i was putting it on my story i live in my stories besides the comment section and evil and gory was like yes great day for democracy george soros thank you for the money and um you know but y'all gotta remember man like latino hollywood don't pay my bills as every, much as you might want to think. Every, no, I mean, everybody, you know, I mean, you know, some people are like, whoa, you really going in on, yeah, you you sure you want to call out George Lopez and all Christo, John Leguizamo? Maybe they might want to work with you one day. If they wanted to work with me, they'd have worked with me already by now. If they wanted to be like, hey, man, I like what you're doing. Let me show you some love. You know, let me give you some guidance. Let me, re-. no, they'd have done it already by now. Yeah, so, they should have done it 15 years ago. Yeah, the people, the people that got my back are the working class, blue collar, hardworking Americans, bro. You know what I'm talking about? Um, the government of Mexico ain't got my back. They ain't, I mean, I, I love Mexico. I love the food. I love the people. That's where my people are from. It's in my blood. But uh, we got to be America first. You know what I'm talking about? We got too much fentanyl coming in. But, but Latino Hollywood, man, they had their pom-poms out. You know, if I were there, man, I'd come out and apologize. <laughs> like, man, my bad. Man, listen here. It, you know, I, I'd let them make it. If, if Lopez or somebody was like, man, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. If food's gone wild or somebody, none of these people pay my bills. We got to draw a line in the sand, call a spade a spade. I call it how I see it. Um, you know. You know, I got to say, too, in the, uh, you, we talked about this in the Discord where Chingo lives in the, di- in, in the comments, rather, of his post from time to time. Not always the best for your mental health, but you got to do it. You got to go back and forth with some of these people. It stirs the pot, but also, like, it gets people into the conversation. Hopefully, they make their way to the podcast or whatever. But my point was going to be, 
like when the pandemic happened in 2020, you still sold tickets as much as you could uh, when things opened back up. And mm-hmm. you still did your thing. You toured. People came out. They still supported you, even though in the comment section, if people only saw that feedback, they would think that you were wiped off the face of the earth. So nobody cared about what you do or what you, you know, you're putting out or whatever. Not true. 2021 came around. Things got back as back to normal tour wise and performance wise as it could. And then the comments also turned around where there were less of the shitty people and more of the I got your back kind of thing. And now we're only in the first month of 2022. And now that you've announced all these tour dates that you said at the beginning of the show, it seems like people are jumping ahead of like getting tickets and letting you know they're going to be there than they had in a while. So it's like we are kind of making this full circle back around where maybe some of those people I would even venture to guess are the people that were shitting on you two years ago. And now they're like, you know what? I got to pump the brakes because I clearly see that things aren't going in the way I thought they were going to go. I don't know. I don't know. But my thing is like, I mean, shit. Um, Am I canceled? No. (laughs) No. Cancel these nuts. Cancel my no sabo. (laughs) Yeah, man. You know, all that bullshit cancel culture, man. Like, I can't stand Latino Hollywood, bro. They they just more worried about the the elites. They're more worried about the the donor class. Like they're so out of touch. You know what I mean? Like even Longoria just oh still got her pom poms out. It's like woman, we worried about inflation, and she's she's a Texan. Yeah, and they always got her running around with Disney when it's time to do some shit for Coco or something. It's like you eighth generation Texan, you are not Mexican. Yeah. You just a darker shade American. That's it. <laughs> your your great 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 all of them was born over here. Anyway, uh, Scott Jennings on Anderson Cooper. He said Biden going to Biden. Oh, uh, you know what I wanted to play before that clip, is, clip? Uh-huh. is another sob clip from your boy. Do you remember this uh, famous okay. clip that needs to go viral again? This is on my notes for today. Oh, fantastic. Okay, okay. The, everybody listening right now. There's going to be a pregnant pause right here. This is a dramatic pause. Shout out to Jack Posobiec. Always got the receipts. He's basically reminding us. He says, everyone seems to have forgotten why Joseph Raheem Breezy, a.k.a. Byron, a.k.a. Brandon, cares so much about Ukraine. It sure will be a shame if this clip exposing everything, if it went viral again. Do not retweet. So I got Ukraine. And, uh... Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bitch, <laughs> got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Yeah, quid pro quo. The definition of quid pro and that, quo. What was that prosecutor doing? He was snooping around, asking questions about the oligarchs over there, the corruption, this company called Burisma, who was giving his son, yep. baby corn pop, uh-huh. giving him, you know, Parmesan boy, 
giving him, I don't know what it was, 50 G's a month, 80 G's a month, 10% goes to the big guy. I don't think it was more than that. I think it was in the six figures a month. Yeah, and he had zero experience in anything energy-related, anything barisma-related. And it was obviously a whole bag play. It's obvious it was a get-the-bag play. And the minute Trump hopped on the phone with the new uh, president... And he was like, I need you to look into why was this prosecutor fired? We need to look into this company, Burisma, the guy who owns it, this oligarch, because we need to shut down this corruption and basically look into the Bidens. And why the fuck, excuse my language, why on earth were they getting all this money? And what happened? Peter Vindman or whatever, the the, the Ukrainian dude, the Dem, the, the lefty, whatever he is over there, was like, I heard the call and it was very inappropriate. It was a quid pro quo. That was impeachment number one. That didn't work. Didn't go through. Goofy. Teflon Donnie. Goofy. Teflon Donnie wasn't having it with y'all's goofy ass. So that was an amazing clip. Everybody retweet that, share that, get familiar. Um, it all adds up. Jack Posobiec always has the receipts. So your boy Scott Jennings. Yeah, so uh, this is funny because this is the clip actually that someone posted on Discord. I had already seen this, maybe even posted it because I think Wesley Hunt posted it and uh, we reshared his video of it. But uh, let's see here. Un- Unmute it. I go. Let's start over here. We got Mr. Anderson Cooper with, uh, you know, his stylish shades and hair. Just wrote, uh, essentially saying this is Joe Biden doing what Joe Biden does. I never imagined how quickly this would all unfold. The person they sold on the campaign, the nice old, you know, moderate grandpa who just wanted to help everybody get along and compromise is not what we got over the last year. He has no mandate really to do much of anything. It's amazing that he got a couple of things done when the mandate was really simply replace Donald Trump and don't do anything drastic or stupid. And everything about this agenda is extremely drastic. And he's been angrier than I think people expected. He's been more divisive. He's been more partisan. You look at the issues. We built five years of coverage on Trump out of Russia, COVID, and democracy. The president at his press conference invites Russia to invade the Ukraine. We got more deaths under Biden than Trump. And now we have the president and vice president and leading Democrats question the legitimacy of the 2022 election. Are we any better off on these three issues that we crucified Trump over? I think he has a lot of political problems and an AP poll came out this morning. Only 28% of Americans want the sitting president to run for re-election and fewer than half of Democrats this is a disaster. Send me that, bro. <laughs> Send me that. Copy, paste, link. Por favor, believe. Yeah, I got it for you. Bro. So, uh, Scott Jennings, I, I was telling Chingo, I believe he's a, he's, like a comment, he's a conservative commentator and contributor for things like CNN and I think even like the Times or something like that. But... Even then, you don't really expect this from them, right? And we talked a couple of weeks ago about how they've had new ownership and and they want to turn back to news. But even with this, like, are people going to regain any kind of confidence in the same heads, in the same figureheads like Anderson Cooper or whoever the hell else? You know, no, I I don't think so. Stick a fork in it. It's over. It's over. This this regime is over. No, No political capital, no credibility, illegitimate, smothered in the crib. Yeah, it's it's wild that it's even gotten. I mean, it's wild that it. it we only in one year. I dog. know. I don't even know how to phrase that. Like we're just a year <laughs> in. Shit. I'm gonna post and tag all of Latino Hollywood <laughs> at John Leguizamo. All y'all, Cristela. I don't even think you considered Latino Hollywood. They, they they're like, what'd you have? A little pilot? <laughs> even Longoria don't answer your calls. 
You had your pom-poms out for nothing. Uh, Damn, Christella, you could have been on the side of truth. Wasn't having it, though. She want to be just a, a never-trumper. Never-trumper. I mean, I ain't like Trump at first either. But, um, you know, at some point, you got to, you know, snap out of it and be like, is this any better? Got to come to your senses, man. I wonder what they're thinking. What 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 is George Lopez and these people thinking? Uh, what are they thinking right now? They're probably thinking, how much more can I do now to grab as many bags as possible? Because in the next two years or so, I'm going to really get it from the other side. It's going to be a lot of money circulating over there, boy. On yeah. that side, they're going to be like, can we push uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke? Yeah. Which I haven't heard anything from him in the news in a while. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Wish him luck. I don't know. Uh, the CDC conveniently came out recently and they were like, oh, by the way, <laughs> there's always a by the way. By the way, natural immunity was six times stronger than the jab during the Delta variant. Yeah, so this is a recent study by the CDC, by the way. And you know what's crazy, Chingo, is that we'll cite the CDC and could potentially get struck by big tech the way that Crowder got suspended, Tim Pool's gotten things removed just by citing. You can't even cite them? You can't even cite the information. Why can't you cite the Center of Disease Control? If they don't answer Stephen Crowder, I don't think they're going to answer us. So you quote them and they give you a strike. Man, bro, I might as well live in Russia. Has some motherfucking rights. Nonetheless, we're going to talk about it because uh, I guess because we're not on the level of Stephen Crowder, our channel probably won't get hit with anything. But it's a study that came out not too long ago from the CDC, natural immunity stronger than vaccines during the Delta wave. Uh, it goes on to say that they're not too sure on what the jab versus natural immunity is with Omicron and, you know, uh, who's got better risks or higher risks of getting sick, hospitalized and all that stuff. But, you know, one can come to their own conclusion about the past. Maybe we can't cite or, or think about or talk about maybe six months from now about what we're going through at this very moment. But a lot of us were talking about this when that was going down. A lot of us were citing sources of people that were talking about, look, this shit don't match up. This yeah. doesn't make sense. Those are considered bad words, man. You weren't you weren't able to say natural immunity. They'd have jumped on your ass. Boy, you're a fucking uh, gay anon, uh, 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 Q, you a Q somebody, you a, a Trump tar, trumpet, trumpety Trump, te- you know, you, you know, you're in a cult, uh, you're a science denier. All this type of goofy stuff. Yeah, you're a Fauci denier. How dare you be a Fauci denier? How dare you go against scientism? (sighs) They had that big old rally, that big march over there in D.C. You probably didn't see that on the mainstream news. Probably not even Fox News. No. Controlled opposition. I had a friend, uh, actually my, uh, I guess, brother-in-law, who was sending me, uh, like he was watching it. And they had, they had some speakers there and even JP. the He was the host, JP Sears. He was the host? Yeah. Oh, how funny. And then they had Tyler. What's the other guy? Ty... Uh, it's another really good comedian. Anyway, oh, okay, Ty yeah. Fish, Tyler Fish, I think. I can't okay. remember his name. Man. No, that's cool. I thought that was great. I didn't know they were going to have like a, a comedic MC, you know, for the evening or the day. Yeah, I mean, psh, I mean, he's a superstar for one. And uh, so, yeah, they had him as, you know, like the host and bringing up everybody. They brought up Robert Malone. You had B- Bowden, Bowden. How do you say her name? The lady from Houston. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bowden. I believe. Yeah, the you doctor. know, they had a doctor, you know, the, the type of person who would be able to treat a person, you know, a patient individually and give them care and not have to go along with this big old charade of, oh, uh, those, what are those monoclonal, you know, can't have that, can't, can't prescribe that. All of a sudden, ivermectin's a bad word. Am I allowed to say that on this platform? <laughs> crazy, man. Crazy world we're living in. Um, so I'm curious about this book right here. Peter Schweizer 
has a new book called Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. Have you heard this book referenced yet? A couple times. Yeah, me too. So I was really interested in it. And then uh, Breitbart posted uh, the whole, uh, like a picture and a caption for it. And it's, it's kind of like the title describes, right? So I read the beginning of it and it's pretty interesting. So it's How Americans Get Rich Helping China. Uh, includes a story of how donations from chomin- uh, <laughs> communist China to the University of Pennsylvania almost tripled after the university established a Biden center. Did you know about this? Whoa, rewind that. Say that one more time. So the donations from communist China tripled after the university established a Biden center in 2017 and gave former Vice President Joe Biden a professorship. As which, the, which university is this? Pennsylvania. UPenn? Yeah. As the book lays out in detail, the Biden family has very extensive business relationship with, China, with the Chinese Communist Party elites, and those elites were not shy about celebrating Joe Biden's election in 2020 as a golden opportunity to further develop their influence over America. Hmm. And it goes on to say... I was, I mean, I've heard it referenced and referenced for like the last six or seven days now. Give him honorary yeah. professorship and we give you more money. Oh, bro, where'd you get this? <gasps> Target? Yeah. So I got us copies of the book because I really want to. Man, I owe you some money, bro. How, nah. many, how many books you done got me, dog? It's all good. Have you, have you looked through it yet? No, no. I, I, as you got it first yesterday evening. Here you go to thumbnail. Oh, that's a perfect thumbnail. Yeah, make some good faces there. This is good for YouTube, too. <laughs> Eva Longoria, are you seeing... Eva, let me find out they gave you a check over there from the CCP. Let me find out you was over there. Xi Jinping, she gonna get mad. Like, stop insinuating stuff. All I know is you sure were uh, hosting the DNC. So I got the last two of that, and I got the last two of these. A la verga. So, if you guys want to start that book club so, I've been talking bro, about. You, how many books you buying? You, had, you got yourself a copy yeah, of this, yeah, too? Yeah, of each, yeah. Uh, I heard great, great reviews about that. I see Mark Levin clips from time to time. <sighs> Hold on. But, uh, you know, people are going to be like, yeah, they have to be 30% off because nobody wants to buy them. Not true. Last two copies. Obama's book was half off. How about that? <laughs> wow. I've heard great things. I have, dude. Oh, look at this. They got LeBron right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, LeBron dare not say anything about the Uyghurs. Nah, man. He dare not talk about slave labor. But over here, oh, in America, oh, in America, he's over here criticizing everything about America. America evil, America bad, America racist, cops are bad, uh, uh, so on and so forth. But he can't. He better not say nothing about about China. So after hearing the James Lindsay episode, thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I, I got you. I got the two film books from you, so you know it's not like we don't give uh, books back and forth. But I really wanted to get that book because I'd seen it before and I'd read reviews about it, and people were like, "This is a book everyone needs to read in 2022." And they were talking a lot about Marxism on that episode. And uh, I think it's just you know something everybody what, should read. What was the guy's name that that was talking a lot about Marxism? James Lindsay. That was an excellent JRE episode. Yeah, I love how he was breaking down marxism and how it works with like everything from the from the gender the, yeah you know confusing people with gender uh wedging itself in the educational system uh dividing the parent from the child like the parent has no say the, the kid and the education basically man public schools if you haven't noticed public schools are have it's reared its ugly head yeah this shit done been exposed <clears throat> as government indoctrination camps you know one of the quotes that he didn't mention at least i didn't catch anywhere in there i'm surprised he didn't mention was that when you talk about the public school system and you talk about these educators uh, i mean talk about just let's say liberals versus conservatives in the aspects of family 
and, and the family unit and having kids and all that. Who has more kids out of the two sides? Wait, wait, wait. Out of liberals or conservatives? Yeah. Who has, probably conservatives have right. way more kids. Way more, right? So when it came to the liberals, they decided to get into school because the mentality was, and this is a quote I was here that I think makes a lot of sense, is that because we don't have kids, we're going to take yours. So they went through the education route, became educators, and because they have kids on a much lesser rate than conservatives do, mm. conservatives are sending them their kids to be indoctrinated, whereas liberals, they're not going to have kids anyway. So they're, they're power lies in controlling the kids of the others. Hmm. I wonder, I wonder how much of that is true. Um, a lot. Yeah. Well, you have those groomer teachers that they talked about. Yeah. Um, where they just love to bring up sex and stuff with these pre-K children and love talking about how they're gender fluid and non-binary and confusing the shit out the kids. And then also with these, um, with these schools... I forgot the fuck. I just had a Biden. <laughs> My brain went straight Byron on that one. No, on that same uh, on that mm. same conversation, that same topic. Uh, when you think, when you look at like America and what America has right now, as far as values, I don't know who was making this point recently too, but they were like, America doesn't like America used to export a lot of, of things, right? Culture and values, and they wanted to be the people that spread, you know, this democratic, you know, freedom idea around the world. Even though I still don't believe we should be the police of the of the world, right? But now, if you look at it just today in twenty twenty two. What values really that are being projected on the TV and mainstream, you know, in the in the mainstream echo chamber, do you want exported to other countries? Other countries probably like, you know, the the fucking the gender fluid thing, the defunding your law enforcement, the the crazy fucking draconian laws. Like other countries don't want this shit from America. Americans don't want the shit from America, and here we are. That's because you have this elite merger where our top one percent has merged with, you know, the communist Marxist one percent. And they run in this play. They run in this play on America. They control every institution. They control Hollywood, all those narratives, all those scripts got to get approved. All them actors getting fat checks. Oh, you going to come host the DNC thing for us? They all get paid, had the pom-poms out and parade for the, for the favorable candidate. The funny thing about that red-handed book is that they weren't on the shelves. I asked, because I looked on the app and they actually had two copies and, and I, walked, I walked up and down the aisles and finally I was like, there was somebody putting books up on the shelves and I was like, Hey man, do you happen to have this in stock? He, and he looked on his little handheld thing. He's like, actually, yeah, uh, I think they're in the warehouse. So he went to the back to get them cause they weren't on the shelf and he comes back. I can see him from a distance. He was like reading the back and stuff. He goes, wow, this sounds really, really interesting. I go, yeah, it might be a topic, you know, you want to dive into. <laughs> <sighs> Un, unindoctrinate yourself. Yeah. So that boy, Neil Young, he, he got all mad and butthurt at Spotify. He's like, either either y'all going to pull my music off or y'all going to pull off J Joe Rogan podcast because he's spreading medical disinformation. Yeah, I just wanted to throw this in there because I, I thought to myself, wow, what a, like, did somebody pay him to say that? Like, is he at the point where he's just like, fuck it. All right, you want to take my catalog off Spotify? I'm fine. I don't care. I'll make a rustle for the left. He probably about to sell his catalog even. Yeah. They do that a lot now. Yeah, you're right. Um, They don't. I mean, a lot of these artists, bro, they don't even own their masters. Yeah. Um, I don't know why everybody's so obsessed and butthurt over Joe Rogan just because he has guests and they, he asks questions and he's curious and they have discussions. Well, you know why? Because he's completely, it, he's one of the biggest parts of breaking this narrative in front of everybody's eyes. A huge part, right? A couple years ago, probably about 10, 15 probably years ago now, I remember reading about how... Remember when blogs were the biggest thing? Everybody had a blog. Everybody wrote about stuff. Well, blogs were also a disruptor for the mainstream media because they were writing about things that we now talk about on podcasts, right? 
So the the mainstream media went after podcasts. I forgot what they called it. They called it like they went after blogs. Yeah, they went. They called it like the blogopolypse or something like that. And uh, they were saying that this is a danger to democracy. This is a crazy. You know, you can't trust these. Who are these people that are writing these blogs? Blah blah blah. And it's crazy having podcasted myself since when this first started to take off alongside of people like Rogan. Um, now we're at the point where. What, what's up with this? Who are these podcasters? Who are these people on these? They got microphones and they can just say whatever they want. They shouldn't be trusted. Mm. And it's crazy how this went full circle in that regard. I mean, y'all already control the search engines. <clears throat> I mean, y'all already control Hollywood. The left and a lot of these neo-Marxists, cultural Marxists, they control the media. They control a lot. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, look at, the, look at this first year of this administration. What do they control? What Senate? Yeah, House. Congress, everything. House, most big Senate, cities. Yeah. Uh, most major cities. Crime is out the wazoo. Uh, motherfucking Newsom had to hop on TV. Like, why is crime going up? I mean, look at this. <clears throat> Did you see that clip where he was like, "This he's is like, <sighs> this is gang." You know, this is gang related activity, and he's like, "I don't mean to use that as a pejorative, but you know, it's groups of people that are like, what the fucker's wrong with you?" He's gone straight Trudeau. He, <laughs> he, he's gone. He kind of looks like him. Dude. I mean. Remember, ain't that Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law? Uh, nephew, I think, something like that. Something like that. And, and it's like, I love California. I love the people. I love the state. Beautiful. There's still hope for y'all. But y'all got to figure out how to get these crooked-ass politicians out of y'all's lives. There's not hope for them, man. There really isn't. I think the, the attorney general for California is the only attorney general who isn't um who isn't on board with i forgot what it was it was like a there's 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 attorney generals from around the country i think almost all of them uh with the exception of california who are and i forgot what it was and i'm drawing a blank on it but he didn't sign on to look into something and i'm gonna draw a blank and somebody's gonna let us know about it but when i heard that i'm like i gotta make a mental note i didn't put it in my phone but that to go to your point people at the highest point of power in california don't want nothing to do with changing the way things are right now because they're getting paid, they're still making theirs. They're worried about themselves. And yeah, like the dude that owns the Golden State Warriors, he, the minority uh, owner. Yeah, the Uyghurs are below him. He don't kind of care thing. about that. Fuck? No. Um, so yesterday I was at the gym doing session with the trainer. Uh, another trainer there, she was training a female who was wearing a Larry Elder shirt. Oh. And I, it caught my eye, and I was like, "I love your shirt. Like I, I really love your shirt. You, you know how you know how we got to get down. Of course." You got to let them know. Pew, you based. And I was like, yo, I love your shirt. She's like, yeah, too bad he didn't win. And uh, and then I told my trainer, I was like, can you believe that when a black man was running for office, a, a deranged white woman wearing a monkey mask threw eggs on him and the L.A. Times and, the, you know, the, the, the corporate apparatus, you know, the media was like, well, Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. And it's like, who's falling for this? Y'all still falling for this? So y'all got to figure out a way, man, to clean up y'all's elections, uh, get these people out. I don't know how we're doing on time, but uh, I would love to get to this Bryce Mitchell clip. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. Let me, uh, pull, do you have it pulled up? There's an honorary little uh, story here I wanted to throw in there. Uh, honorary story? Yeah. Okay. Hall of Famer John Stockton season tickets suspended over defiance of COVID-19 mask mandate. So if you're from Houston, you probably remember that it was uh, John Stockton's buzzer beater that kept the 1997 Rockets from going to the NBA Finals. Uh, nonetheless, he's a legend. This guy is... I love abs- John Stockton. Yeah. I, he was like short. Yeah. He could pass badass. He you know, still has. The king of assists. Yeah, he's still the king of assists. Nobody's ever beaten his wow. record. 
And um, he was feeding Karl Malone. Yeah, dude. His uh, so he graduated from or he played at Gonzaga, and um, that school. He's I guess he still has a huge affiliation. He ever since he was like five years old, old he's been associated with Gonzaga. They said he can't, he can't, because he's a public figure and more eyes are typically drawn to him, he needs to be wearing a mask. He said he wouldn't do it. And now the relationship of, uh, he's got to be in his 60s, right? Of, of 50 fucking years is strained because of this. Because of wokeism. The mask, they, are, they already said, the CDC, dare I quote the CDC, they said, man, the cloth mask are facial decorations. It's over. It's over. Your narrative is over. Masks are over. It's over. It's over, y'all. Put a fork in it. You got that Bryce Spencer clip? You want me to play it? Yeah, yeah. Right now, or does it go anywhere? Well, I have, this is the only time that I have a platform to say something. <clears throat> and I've had something on my mind. It's affected me and a lot of people that I love. And I'm going to take a lot of criticism for saying what I'm about to say. But I'm going to say it anyways, because I feel it needs to be said. Um, I was driving by elementary school the other day, and I seen all these kids outside. They're trying to play on the playground. They're trying to run around, they're trying to swing on a monkey bars, go down a slide and wrestle and, and play tag, and they all got masks on. And I see them out there, some of them taking their mask off so they can breathe fresh air. They get fresh air in their lungs when they take the mask off. And then you got a teacher walking around pointing at them saying, oh, put your mask on, put your mask on, put your mask on. And that makes me sick that these kids can't get fresh air and they're eight hours a day, they're sitting six feet apart from each other and they can't they can't breathe fresh air. I don't agree with that. And I just oh, keep watching. I just want to tell Asa Hutchinson, I think you need to have a little bit of backbone because we did not vote for none of that. There was no vote that said we want our kids in masks. We want to wear masks. We want our businesses shut down. We want our restaurants at half capacity. We want our gyms at half capacity. And I just don't know who he thinks he is telling us that we have to shut down our businesses or shut our businesses to half capacity without a vote. There was no vote. And if he likes if he likes shutting down people's businesses and he likes telling people what to do, he can go to California because they'll love him over there. That's that's what they do over there. The government's all up in people's business over there. And we don't want to live like that. And I'm just asking to get our freedoms back. And I don't think that's much to ask for. I'm, what I'm saying is make the mask optional in Arkansas. When, for people who own restaurants and people who own businesses, make it optional. Why tell somebody they have to wear a mask? What if they don't want to? Or what if it affects their breathing negatively and gives them headaches? You know? Uh, and here's another theory I got. If your mask works so well, why are you worried about if I'm wearing one? Don't you got one on? Why does it matter? If they work so good, why are you worried if I got one? You wear one and you worry about you. Okay? And if you think you're going sick, stay home. If you think you're going to get sick, stay home. That's all, I, that's all I'm saying. And, and, and I think that taking away our liberties and taking away our freedoms without a vote, I don't think that's the right answer. And uh, there's going to be a lot of criticism and a lot of people attacking me for saying that. And they're going to say I'm a dumb MMA fighter and I got no sense sharing my opinion. But you know what? I pay my taxes. So you're going to tell me you can take that money out my pocket, tens and thousands of dollars out my pocket that I fought for, and you're going to take it out of my pocket and then discredit my opinions and say, I don't have an opinion. No, I do have an opinion, and it does matter. And if you put it on the vote, I guarantee you more people in Arkansas agree with me than they do masks for everybody. All I'm saying is make it optional. Let the people have a choice. There's single moms that are waitresses, okay? And you're putting, they, they got kids, okay? They got kids to feed. They're moms that are waitresses, okay? No dads. 
and the restaurants are at half capacity. That's half their paycheck. You're affecting people's lives, Asa Hutchinson. Open up our restaurants to full capacity. Open up our gyms to full capacity, or at least give us a vote. But personally, I like the government the hell out of my life. And, uh, you know, like I said, there's going to be people criticizing me. But uh, I feel that needed to be said. And uh, I like breathing in fresh air. And if kids, if kids' parents want them to wear a mask, that's fine. But don't tell everybody that they have to wear a mask just because you want to. You know, more people die in car wrecks than the corona in Arkansas. In Arkansas, it claims to kill 270 people. The CDC claims 270 people have died of corona. Way more people die in car wrecks. But the interstates ain't shut down. How come you ain't shut down the interstates, Asa? Okay? Let us drive at our own risk. Let us go to Walmart at our own risk. Let us do stuff at our own risk. That's all that I'm saying, and I don't think that that's too much to ask for. You know, so say what you want about me, but uh, I had to say that, and uh, this is the only platform I have to say any stuff like that. And uh... Let's go, Bryce Mitchell. And if that clip is a year old, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, but, you know, you're going to overwhelm, that's reckless, and you're going to overwhelm hospitals and all that. Keep up with the science. The science done been updated. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we already know that 75% of the cases or whatever, y'all can go do your own research, but like, you know, people with comorbidities and all that protect the most vulnerable. And, you know, we've also seen that like, y'all firing nurses and doctors. Yeah, and the hell with <laughs> us knowing they knew that. There are now documents that have been, because of a FOIA, they've been FOIA'd and you know that they, they knew, the elites, the science. Mr. Science knew yeah, about man, this kind that, of Yeah, man, they shit. needed that communism. They needed to shut everything down and to do their great reset. And there's so many factors at play. You know, the party of Davos, Klaus Schwab, Great Reset, World Economic Forum, a lot of different, you know, they, they were able to say, you can't vote in person because, uh, you know, motherfucking COVID and shit. So you got to mail the shit in and voter rights. We need more drop boxes so that at midnight we could just dump a bunch of ballots and run them through the machine multiple times. Back to Thug Nasty real quick to put a pin in that one. Uh, March 5th, he's making his return again at, against Edson Barboza. That's a very tough fight. It'll be a great fight. These where guys, uh, I don't know where this is going to take. I don't think the location's, well, yeah, it wasn't on there. Uh, March 5th, didn't say where, though. We might have to uh, walk him in the ring. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's going to be an exciting fight. Did you watch, speaking of, and I guess we'll talk about this on Shingo Chats in a bit. Did you watch the pay-per-views past weekend? No. No. Okay. I did not pay for it. I did not watch it. Okay. Uh, that is all we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. RPT, season number 10, episode 126. Have a beautiful Wednesday, beautiful weekend. Uh, don't forget, we have another podcast called Chingo Chats. We're about to knock out an episode for that. Has its own RSS feed. Shout out to the patrons. Always showing love. Supporting. Direct. And give us some feedback. Let us know. Do you like what we're talking about? Do we need to elaborate on some stuff? Do y'all need a fact checker? Does something not make sense? Uh, do you agree with what the Byron administration, with this regime, this reckless regime, they've only been in one year, bro. One year, bro. One year, man. And what happened to your pom-poms, George Lopez? Everybody keep your pom-poms out. Keep that same energy. Hey, uh, before we go also, for the people that heard at the beginning of the show talk about that Legalized Freedom merch, after the, uh, the the Discord and the patrons get it, and then after I get a, a swing at it, where can everybody else, when do you think everyone can get a swing at it? It's going to be a couple weeks, because like I said, I want the patrons to have like a solid week of, mm -hmm. just, of just them getting first dibs on the inventory, and then we'll see what we have left, you know, but uh, it'll be on chingobling.com. 
Chingleblend.com. Chingleblend.com. Cool, man. Good shit. Y'all be safe. Talk to you soon. Peace.